Blog Talk Radio. Shall lose his life, shall preserve it. 
Let us pray. Father, we do thank you for this day, Lord. Lord, we ask right now that you would hide me behind your cross, Lord, and that you would speak to me and through me. Father, we pray that you would send a right now word, and we promise to give you all the glory, honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we say amen. And if I had to title this message this morning, it would be, Don't Look Back. In the book of Genesis, the story tells us about Sodom and Gomorrah, how the, they were, God was getting ready to bring destruction to this place. Lot, Abraham's nephew, lived in Sodom with his family. His daughters were engaged to a local man. Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom, the area where financial and judicial transactions took place. When two angels appeared, came into the town, Lot invited them to stay with his family. After rather an exciting evening, the angels made sure Lot, his wife, and his two daughters left before God destroyed the city. As they fled, the angels warned them, escape for your life. Do not look behind you and do not stay anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. Lot ran with his daughters close behind, but his wife from behind him looked back and she became a pillow of salt. He lagged behind. She turned and watched the flaming sulfur fall from the sky, consuming everything she valued. Then it consumed her. The Hebrew for look back means more gentle glance over one's shoulder. It means to regard, to consider, to pay attention to. Many times, our past holds us back from a great relationship with Christ. But we need to look, we need not to look back, but focus on things that God has in store for us. People of God, we have a very big problem. The problem is we can't seem to walk away from our old lives. Our old lives seem to keep us bound. Our old lives remind us of who we used to be. Our old lives seem to surface right when God is ready to move. Then we feel that we're not worthy of God's calling. Now as the story goes, Lot's wife had turned into a pull of salt after she looked back. He looked back to see what was going on behind us. Sometimes we find ourselves not looking ahead, but looking back. We look back to see what God is doing. Well, if God is leading us, we need to follow him and keep our eyes straight on where we're going. When we look back, we get caught in our old ways. We begin to 
think of the things that we used to do, the things, the life that we used to live. But when God brings you into new life, that old stuff you used to do is no more. The problem is we find ourselves looking and wanting to go back to those old ways because we're much more comfortable there. When we start to work for God, it's going to cost us something. When we're living in our old ways, it didn't cost us nothing. We were comfortable there. Now, now, should, now we wonder, was Lot's wife being punished for looking back, or was it because she looked back that caused God to turn into a pull of salt? God didn't want them to look back because he wants us to trust in his direction and future for our lives. Now, if we had the faith that God is able to move mountains, we should have the faith and the belief that God can do all things. If he says that he's going to carry us somewhere, we need to strap on and take the ride. Don't look back from where you've been. Look to where you're going. When we look back, we are saying to God in our hearts that we miss where we came from and we're unsure where God is leading us to. Well, God said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So he isn't going to carry us somewhere that he wouldn't go himself. But we find ourselves not trusting in God as we say we do. When he tells us that he's going to carry us to a new land. God is telling us not to look bad at the things of the world and our lives when we have have better life waiting for us. And God is carrying us to a new place. That means he's carrying us from the old. We're going to something new. Why wouldn't we trust that he's going to make the best decision for our lives? When we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we signed a contract with him to follow his lead and not worry about the earthly things. When we transition from from the fleshly spirit into the spiritual, we sign the contract and we we say, God, here I am. Do whatever you need to do. Have your way. But do we let God have his way? Or do we try to do things in our way? Let us not look back with distorted view of where God has brought us from and compare that with where we are now. Sometimes we, I know a lot of times we testify, which is good, but sometimes we memorize, mesmerize of going back to where we used to be. We, we, we see friends and we see family and it makes us want to not be not to work for the Lord. We want to go back to where we used to be so we could fit in. But at this day and time, this ain't the time to be fitting in. When we look back, oftentimes we are reminded of how we lived as a prince when actually we were the drunk of the town. 
we try to set ourselves to make us look better than what we are now. But God knows what's best for us. God knows how to carry us from danger. When we come, we knew that means all old things that passed away. When we make this new connection with God, when he restores us and renews us, we have a new connection. That old stuff that we used to do is gone. And only one that remembers it is man. But a lot of times we find ourselves fading back and we begin to look back over our lives and we, we wonder how things would be if we were back there where we used to be. As the children of Israel were delivered of bondage and saved by the pardon of the Red Sea, they looked back at their condition and believed they would be better off being enslaved. Can you imagine being enslaved and God bringing you through? They were in the wilderness, lost. They were at the Red Sea. Pharaoh was on a track, and God made a way. Don't you think that God will make a way for you? There's no need that we drift back into thinking that the latter is greater than where we've been, where we came out is greater than where we're going. They were so focused on what, looking back, they had forgot what God had done for them. So many times we forget what God has done for us. We forget all the times that we lay awake, didn't know how we're going to make it, didn't know how we're going to come through, and God made a way. And we forget that. We look back. Only thing we think of is ourselves. We forget what God has done. There are times that we forget that God has done and we begin to mesmerize on the old things that are taking place in our lives. When we decide to look back, look on the things that God has done for you. When we, when we do look back, don't look back as he's saying that we're good at going back. We look back, we can look back on the things that God has brought us from. He delivers from, from drugs. He delivers from alcohol. He delivers from fornication. He delivers us from sin. These are the things we need to look back on and thank God that we don't do them anymore. If we would just think of all the things that we've been through, we wouldn't want to go through that stuff again. Sometimes we can get so caught up in looking behind us that we miss what God has in front of us. God's ways are not our ways, nor his thoughts our thoughts. He has a plan for our lives that may not that we may not fully understand. God has some to places that we might not understand how we got there. He's not going to send us nowhere. Where, where, where he isn't there with us. Every trial, every tribulation that we face up to now, God has been with, right there with us. 
You can look back. You can go back. But God has never left us. The God that we serve is unfolding right before our eyes. We as Christians and followers of God, that our past life keep us from reaping the rewards that God has for us. God, the rewards that God, the blessings that God has for us, sometimes we don't we don't receive them because we we look back and we we don't think that we're worthy enough to obtain them. Uh, for instance, sometimes we uh, we we get to church and we're asked to do something and we don't do it because we let our past life overshadow who we are now. Well, God is bringing you through that. You need to forget all about that stuff that you done years ago. And remember, you said a forgiving God, a God that can take something that's broken and fix it. Yeah, we were broken one time. Yeah, we did this, we did that. We disobeyed God. We had time in our lives. But now, God has renewed, we have a renewed spirit. And God has carried us to places that that we that that we may he's carried us to places where you know we have to be who he's called us to be. We can't. We've been in the back so long. Now he's bringing us to the forefront. And once we get to the forefront, there's no way, no reason to shame uh, the shame away or the things you've done. Because God God has thrown him in the sea of forgetfulness, and he don't remember that stuff anymore. It's us that who remembers it. It's us that pound on it. Us that say, oh, I don't think I'm ready because I did this years ago. With the, that stuff is gone. Let us not forget that we've been washed by the blood and the things that we have done in the past has been forgiven. God has forgiven us of all the stuff we've done years ago. And once we washed in the blood, we're washed clean. So you are a new creature. You don't have to put on the old same dirty clothes that you had on yesterday because God, God has washed you clean. If we would just stop letting the past overtake our future, what a great world this would be. We would have more people stepping up in leadership. We would have more people wanting to do things. We don't because we let our mind overtake the thoughts of God. Why would I say that? I say that because we let this mind, we, the Bible says, let, let you have the same mind that a mind of Christ Jesus. Well, all the time we don't have that mind because we 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 seem to remember things that have passed away. The things that we have done in our past washed away and never can be came up because they were done in the old man. We have a new man now. Those things. Those things are gone. We have to be who God has called us to be. 
but we have to stop looking back. If we look back, we're going to go back. We're going to turn around on our journey, and we're going to go back to where we come from. Why? Because we don't want to have to go through the stuff that requires us to be in the new person that God has called us to be. People of God, people are going to be people. They're going to know your background. They're going to know your story. But it's all up to you to write the ending. And when I say write the ending, the thing you've done years ago, they were, they were done. But he's giving you a new outlook. You can write the ending of your story. You can tell people how you made it over. You can tell people that you were going through and how God brought, brought you through. But we can't do that if we shy away from what God is calling us to do. Stop looking back. Keep your eyes on God. We need to look forward to the riches in heaven and not waste time on corruptible things of the world. It's time that we get our house in order for he's soon to come. And if we're caught looking back, we're going to be caught up with those people. But if we are servants of God and we keep our eyes on God, we're going to make it in because we're going to follow his lead. He's going to lead us through the trials and the tribulations, the storms that we deal with. Whatever we go through, he promised to never leave us all, nor forsake us. So why are we having such a hard problem of turning around looking back? I was always told, never look back to where you come from. Always look to where you're going. We had brought nothing in this world, and we would take nothing out. Don't let the guilt of your past keep you from moving forward. Don't let your past stop you in your tracks. Yes, you have done some things. I've done some things. The next one has done some things. Don't let it, your guilt cause you to seize up because God is greater for you. All you have to do is be open to receive. You must know that the Father in heaven is just to forgive us of our sins. He will forgive us of the things that we've done. All you have to do is ask him, repent of your sins, tell God that you need him. So many times we forget to tell God that we need him. We sit there, we suffer, we go through. We let things eat 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 at us. And we do nothing about it. How hard is it to fall down on your knees and, and begin to pray and begin to cry out and tell God that you need him, that you need him to step into your life, that I need you to turn this situation, that I need you to help me through this. We must know that the Father in heaven has a plan. And His plan is for us to have greater. 
but we can't have greater if we're living in the past. God wants you to know that he called you to be. He wants you to be who he called you to be. So don't look back on your past because your future is bright. Will you let your whole life be a hindrance? Or will it help you on to press forward? Your old life should be like a stepping stone. That you should step off your old life into your new life. And remember those things that bring you from where you were. We get sometimes we get there right at the blessings and we fall short. No one has a heaven nor hell to put you in. You owe everything to God because he's brought you such a mighty long way. And if he brought you such a mighty long way back then, he's going to do the same thing now. But he can't bring us through if we're, if he's, he's got his hands stretched out and we're looking back to see the destruction that's going on behind us. When he sends warning, he's telling us to get out of the way. Something is going to happen. A lot of times we don't catch his warning because we're caught up in the world. We worry about the things of the world. When you are a citizen of the Christ, you don't worry about the things of the world. You put all your hope, all your trust in the Lord. He will make a way somehow. But you can't mix it. You can't mix the world and Christ together because you're going to be confused. You have to decide who you're going to follow. Are you going with the world or are you going with God? That's your decision. But I tell you right now, the world has nothing to offer you. Can you see it? It's unfolding right in front of your eyes. If you don't have a plan that includes the Lord, then you're going to fail. Because the world is failing. The world has nothing to give you. God wants us to be who he's called us to be. Will you let your whole life keep you down? So let your light shine. Don't look back on your journey to the Father. He's working out your own soul salvation. If we are so Godly people, we we shouldn't let the things of the world consume us. In other words, we shouldn't let things that affect the world affect us. Why? Because we serve a God that can do all things. Sometimes I. I would look back, but I look back in a good way. I look back over my life, and I realize where I used to be. I'm not there anymore. No, not because I want to go back. No, 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 I don't want to go back. But I look at 
the way God took me and brought me through. You have to learn to separate between going back and going forward. You're going to go forward if you trust the Lord. If you try to do this thing on your own, you're going to go backwards. God is going to lead you through every trial, every tribulation, every storm, everything you go through, he's going to be there. He's not going to look back and talk about what you did years ago. He's going to hold up his hand and tell you to come on in. The the line is open right now. Uh, Do anyone need some prayer this morning? Yes, Minister Gray. I would like to pray. This is Apostle Mercer. Amen. Amen. Father, on this morning, Lord, as Apostle Mercer has come boldly, we pray, Lord, that she doesn't look back on the old things, God, that she look forward to the new things, God, that she look forward to the things where you're going to cast her to. And only when she remember the things that you brought her out of. Help her to stay focused, God. Don't let the wiles of the world, the tragedies, all the things that's going on in the world cause her not to look to you. Father, help us, Lord, to hold to your unchanging hands, even in the worst times, God. We're asking you this morning to make a way somehow, God. Father, we thank you right now, God. We thank you because we consider it already done. It's in Jesus' mighty name we say, amen, amen. Amen. Now turn it back over to Apostle Mercer. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Gray, if you had one thought to tell the audience today, what should they focus on or what you have already preached in the Word, what is the most important point that you want to leave with the radio audience today? That your past is your past. There's nothing you can do about it. There's things that happened 20, 10, 20, 30 years ago. There's nothing you can do about that. Don't look back on that stuff. Look forward to where God has has you at now and realize if he brought you from 20, 30 years ago back there, he's going to bring you through again. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. Amen. And also to the radio audience that Minister Michael Gray will be with us on the radio on the second and fourth Sundays of each month. Again, Minister Gray will be on the radio on the second and fourth Sundays of the month from 8.30 a.m. to 9 o'clock a.m., permitting that his schedule is open, and we welcome him. Thank you so much, and God bless you, and do have a beautiful holiday. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.
truly we enjoyed Andre Crouch's um, rendition of Take Me Back. And we enjoyed Minister Michael Gray today who told us that we do not need to turn back to those things that have separated us from God. God bless you again as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. We want you to uh, just come into fellowship and worship and to know that your God is able to do anything but fail. And let us listen now to the portion of the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Amen.
got to have that kind of confidence. Like Reverend Timothy Wright says, that everything is going to be all right when you trust in God and you trust his word and you do not doubt that your God is an awesome God, that your God can do anything but fail. Yes, he can. Truly, we love the Lord, and thank you so much for listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen. Remember now, the music that you hear belongs to the artist, and this is our disclaimer, that all rights belong to the artist. It is their music. We are promoting those sounds and encouraging you to get those CDs. Again, this is our disclaimer, and we are the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen.
there's nothing like praising the Lord. We just heard from Smokey Norfolk and the good old songs that he said, praise the Lord, and there are others that we know that our God can do anything but fail. You know, remember the song that Down in My Soul by the Ingram Singers? Let us listen to it now. Amen. Holy. 
You know, that's what's so nice about going into the inner courts and behind the veil, that you have a chance to worship God in spirit and truth. You know why? Our God is great, and our God can do anything but fail. We are to honor him, to glorify him, to worship him, to acknowledge him, and to love him since Christ died on the cross for us. The death, burial, and resurrection was sacrificed so that we could have eternal life. God bless you. Let us listen to Kevin Davison and the voices that God is great. Amen.
because you can go into the inner courts and behind the veil, like Marcy Burke says, that when you get up and worship God, you don't feel no way to tie. Let us listen to uh, Miss Marcy right now. This morning when I woke up, amen.
that the Holy Ghost was all over her because she felt like praising God. You know why? Because God gives you that kind of joy, that unspeakable joy that you can just sit back, relax, and enjoy the worship. Don't you know that when you go into the intercourse and behind the veil that you received an outpouring just like on the day of Pentecost? We want to encourage you to always worship and praise God so that you can have the favor and the praise and the worship that's due our Father. Let us listen to Kirk Franklin and Donald Marlowe and Joy. Amen.
the intercourse and behind the veil, it is joy down in my soul. You know, you could be burdened down, you could be on a battlefield, you could be overwhelmed, but when you praise and worship God, you feel so much better, and you know that victory is coming. Why? Because Jesus died on the cross for us. Why? Because we have the victory, and we know our God can do anything but fail. Let us listen to Norman Hutchins now and Battlefield. Amen. Listen, I'm a soldier on the battlefield, and I'm fighting them. I promise him I would serve him until I die. I'm fighting, yes, I am. songwriter says that I'm on the battlefield and thank God for the Lord because we know that we have the victory. You know, until you find God, until God comes in your life, 
that you may not have that victory that you need. I'll say it again. Yes, you may think that you are uh, going along okay, but then you realize that you need the Lord. You need the peace of God, the favor of God, the sovereignty of God, that you need God in the midst of that storm because God loves you. He keeps you alive. He gives you strength and hope and faith in your body that he can do all things but fail, according to Hebrews 11, that God loves you. Amen. Amen. Let us listen to Walter Hawkins at this time. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Amen. That I found the Lord and I can shout 
all night long. Yes, you can. When you find the Lord, you know that God is on your side. It is so good to know Jesus. Yes, it is. Again, you can listen to the Fivefold Ministry Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, USA. I'll say it again. That's 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the USA. Sometimes we may have a little technical difficulty, so do call back so that you can hear us worship and praise God. Yes, we will, and we want you to listen to us on Sunday mornings from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock where we will have our preacher, our speaker, to rightly divide the word of truth. Again, that's Sunday mornings from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock a.m. Again, you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm Apostle Margie Mercer. We thank you so much for listening to that Fivefold Ministry based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 17. You know why? We love to exhort, edify, and encourage because it is so good to know Jesus. Yes, it is. Matter of fact, let us listen to the Mississippi Mass Choir as we continue to worship and praise God. Amen.
follow the Lord. So you need to pick up that Bible and read so that you would know God in his entirety. Thank you so much for listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. You can hear us each week on this radio station. God bless you. And remember now that when trouble get in your way, you have to trust that it won't last always. You know why? Because we serve a God that can do anything but fail. Yes, he gives us peace in the midst of the storm. Yes, it is strange to us that why do a God love us so? But when that trouble get in our way, we know that that death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, the blood on Calvary covers us. Let us listen to Dorothy Bolt and the New Jersey Chapter Choir, Trouble in My Way. Amen. I don't know whether you've had any trouble in your life, but there's a little song that says, a little old song we decided to do. The words say, trouble in my way, I have to cry sometimes. Huh? And the song goes on to say, I laid awake at night.
trouble in my way, I have to cry sometimes. Yes, we do. We have to cry to go through them storms sometimes. But you know what? The love of the Lord is just so powerful. The peace of God, everything about the Lord, it just lifts you up. It gives you hope. It gives you faith. It gives you joy in the midst of the storm. And you have to ask yourself, as Walter Harkins said, what kind of love is this? Amen. Thank you. 
have the love of God, you have to say, what is this? Because you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit all over you. It is a peace that surpasses all understanding. God, I hope that you have enjoyed the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Again, you can listen to us each day of the week, Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. Again, that's 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. And as well on Sunday mornings from 8.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock. God bless you. We thank you for enjoying our fellowshipping with us. And remember, our God is a good God. Amen. If God can't do it, it can't be done. Let us listen to Chester D.T. Baldwin. And God bless you.
said that God is good all of the time. Never is he not good to us. So truly we love the Lord, and we thank God for you. Again, we encourage you to listen to us Monday through Fridays and on Sunday. God bless you again. Be blessed. Give somebody a hug. Treat others the way you want to be treated, and watch what come out of your mouth. If you don't have anything good to say, then don't say anything at all. You know why? Because God is looking to you to be the reflection of the light, the creation that he has made, that we are brothers in the fellowship of unity in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. So let us treat others the way that we want to be treated. God bless you, and thank you again for listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.